all guys gals and non-binary pals welcome to the newest episode of the noobs and knockouts podcast taped on twitch and brought to you on youtube spotify google and apple podcasts i'm austin i'm a knockout watched a lot of wrestling i'm david i'm a noob haven't watched nearly as much wrestling and uh <laughs> gay i suppose so uh, it is the 75th episode of the Noobs and Knockouts podcast, and I decided to do something a little special here today. So first yes. off, we have a guest. Claire is back. Claire's Hi. back. Number two. Yes, let's go. Whoa, hey, friend. yes. How you doing, oh, buddy? Yeah. I'm doing good. Sorry. Was I supposed to give you an intro? You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. No. I no, no, from- just, just, welcome, just welcome back to the show. You're, you're our second three-peat. Uh, yeah. it's a grand, it's a grand honor. We're, we're just, we're just yeah. delighted. Great. I'm, I'm Yeah. Honored. And if, if I remember correctly from all the way back in like our seventh episode, our first Christmas episode, and we had Claire yes. on here. Yeah. Claire's yeah. You were our first general, ever. You were our first ever guest on the show. Oh my and, God. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. Now I feel extra special. Indeed. Sure. indeed. The, the OG, made, if you will. Sure. Uh, Claire made a general observation that wrestling is kind of gay and kind of weird, but not gay enough, but not gay enough and not weird enough, which is a fair assessment. So tonight for our 75th episode, I am at least giving it my best shot to do one of those things. Let's go. As tonight we will be watching Effie's Big Gay Brunch 2. Yes. I'm very excited. I've actually, I've actually seen Effie live. Uh, he is yeah, an Dave, absolute, he's an absolute delight. Yeah. Uh, Between me and David, David is the knockout here tonight about this a little bit because he has seen Effie before. Yes, yeah. So I David, actually, please explain Effie. Effie, okay, I don't know all that much about him, but from, from what I glean about him, Effie is an indie wrestler. He fights kind of all over the place. Uh, he is currently a tag title holder for GCW. Um, with his tag partner uh, Ali Catch uh, in their in their tag team, uh, of course, Bussy. Um, their entrance music is WAP. It's great. Um, and, uh, <laughs> I did not know they came out to WAP. That's they came out to WAP. They came out to WAP. Yeah, uh, I I forget who they I forget who they were going up against um, when I when I saw them, but they successfully defended their tag titles, um, and they just seem like a, a, an absolutely delightful duo uh ally catch has kind of been over the uh, all over the place too indie wise i think she rumor has it she dated mjf for a hot second um and yeah so they're a pretty successful tag team from what i glean mr effie uh hosts a big gay brunch around the the wrestlemania scramble every year yeah so now i'll go ahead and step this is our first foray into indie wrestling uh because that was the best thing I could do for this episode. Excuse you, excuse you. Wrestlelicious was a paragon of indie wrestling. I was will, it now? I, I, First of all, I was it now? Yes, absolute. It's pillar. It's absolutely. Um, uh, Claire, for your knowledge, I don't know if we've had you on since then or explained it to you. We watched a really bad in like way back and really bad indie. Um, promotion called Wrestlelicious, which was like a ladies only wrestling promotion oh. funded by a dude Hold on, let me, let me guess. Let me just can I can I please guess? please 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 guess but bikinis yeah I, I wish, wish. I a, bit. Of it. a little bit 
It's like it, well, there was wrestling. there were the bikini set. There, there was the bikini, bikini video segment. Video segment and actually, I forgot about that. Yeah, it's it's I, like it's like is it like Hooters but for wrestling? It was like even worse than that. It was oh, like no. it, it was it was like really low budget. Like everything looked like shit. Um, the uh, uh it, it every like everyone every had, scene everyone kind had of read super like corny. Everyone had super corny like porn level parody. Yeah, porn and like and like every yeah, promo segment porn than regular wrestling is. Every uh, yeah, well yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Every like promo segment they did looked like it was a softcore porn scene that was going to lead up to sex if they just let the camera play out a little bit. Longer. I would and I would somehow like to remind the audience what I thought of wrestling before, which is and what I still think is that wrestling is it, it reminded me a lot of porn where Every time <laughs> in a porn would become sex, they just wrestle instead. Mm-hmm. Like the acting and the setups are the same, except in the moment you they would have sex in a porn, they fight. I forgot that's, about that's the very fair, and I do th- and I do think Restalicious might be the purest expression of that very concept. <laughs> but- it wasn't good unfortunately it was it was was awful no i was just on a whim re-listening to this episode uh to that episode uh earlier today just for the hell of it um and and i was like oh man i forgot just how bad it was like i knew i remembered it was bad but yeah sure any anyway my my point about doing indie wrestling is because well uh let me i have my notebook here the very real notes in it that has uh, the history of good gay representation in mainstream wrestling. Oh, mm. oh wow! Okay, I'm, I'm fascinated. Uh-huh. Yep. This is this is mm. this is very sincere. Oh, All blank. Oh. oh no! Oh no! Who could no. have ever foreseen this? I mean, I could give a brief history of it if you really wanted me to give it, but all but like. Ugh. The brief but history is that is that Goldust exists. It's bad. And played by a played by a straight guy, and uh, was only gay when he was a bad guy. And whenever they turned him face, they were like, "No, no homo." Actually, guys, no. That, that, that's the history of, of gay rap. We've in, also we've also oh had oh and Billy and Chuck too and Billy and Chuck oh Billy and Chuck and Billy and Chuck. WWE ran a gay wedding angle and teamed up with Glad, and then at the last minute they were like, ha actually, we're not actually gay. This is all publicity stunt. Waka, waka, waka. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and, we, and Eric Bischoff's hot lesbian action, which is exactly oh, what well, well, is. Yeah, I could have. I could have. Because, because it's hot and cool when when it's lesbians but you know the second yes. yeah. everyone yep. projectile vomits mm-hmm. 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 sure mm-hmm. you know i mean we're, it, we're all a fan of that that age I, w- I will say that like in 2022 it is better in the sense that like both wwe and aew have a ton of lgbtq wrestlers and none of them are hackneyed stereotypes no, uh, they're played treated they're, like they're, shit. It's they're great. treated well. They're treated respectfully. They get they get good spots on. T- I mean, hell, two of two of my absolute faves, Nyla Rose and uh, and Anthony Bowens, just 
get some of the most fun stuff. I mean, Nyla Rose gets to be an absolute fucking like beast whenever she steps in ring. And Anthony Bowens is my delightful, utterly unhinged rap daddy, or I guess rap support daddy. Um, uh, <laughs> it only makes a little more sense in context. For it only makes a little more sense in context. <laughs> because yeah. as I had observed last time, the thing mm. that surprised me the most about how straight WWE is, is that it reminds me, like I said, of porn in the way that these sweaty shirtless men in Speedos will get an inch away from each other's face. And like, you know. They don't kiss, which is really disappointing. It not, but it's it more sexual way. than the average drag show. Mm, mm-hmm, mm, mm. Absolutely, absolutely. The tension that I feel between some of these men when they're just like, like this in ring, yammering at yeah. each other. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, with just one, if, if, oh, if one yeah. synapse fires differently, they're going to be like fucking each other's brains out. Okay. Yeah, the only thing that I have ever seen pay good on that kind of deal is Torchwood. <laughs> with, <laughs> yeah. Uh, with the Captain Jack Harkness and uh, Spike from Buffy. As oh, well. wait, James Marsters was. Was was in Torchwood? I didn't, I didn't know. Oh, yeah. I didn't know he was in Torchwood. Did he do oh, the yeah. same accent? <laughs> I don't remember, but I hope not because there's actual British people in that show, and I feel yes, like yeah. That's why that's yeah. well, see. That's why I'm hoping he did it though. Just just to make a just just to just to really drive the point home that he is yes, totally British. You guys, don't worry about it. <laughs> but yeah, so Effie's big gay brunch. I don't. Because it's just a, a kind of an a, a, an indie show of exhibition matches, there's not really a lot of background story to go for here. So I will just say that like the reason it exists is because around WrestleMania season, which is WWE's biggest show of the year, uh, a lot of indie companies have realized that like, hey, there's now suddenly like seventy thousand more wrestling fans in this city where WrestleMania is at. What if we did indie shows to try to get their time and money while they're already there for wrestling? Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Real quick, I just remembered his name, John Hart. People are going to be up my ass if I just <laughs> don't mention his name. And oh, God. Say, he has a Thank name. You. He's not just Spike from Buffy. All right. But I, I, mean, I think also, he's just Spike from Buffy. I kind of just think of him as Spike from Buffy. Well, you don't think of him as Vegeta from Dragon Ball Evolution? I'm sorry, what? No, he's not Vegeta. He's the green he's guy. He's Piccolo, and yeah. Wait, wait, James Marsters is Piccolo? Yes, yeah. I, 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 I. Most of that movie, I've, I've successfully removed from my brain. Oh my god, I, I've actually never seen that movie all the way through. I, wa I watched it with a team four star riff tracks. It was. Oh well, that, that's the way thing. you gotta do it then. I mean, I mean, they're they're the masters of riffing on of riffing on Dragon Ball. So you know, fair enough. Yeah, oh, and god. so. WrestleMania weekend, bunch of indie shows going on, and Effie being kind of like the most one of the most preeminent LGBT uh, wrestlers on the indie scene is host hosts the big gay brunch he has for the past couple of years, and the vast majority of the talent on the shows are members of the LGBTQ community. Yes, yeah, and um, so I, oh, I you think, go ahead. I think no, I, I I'm just saying I think. Um, I don't know if I don't know if she's on this show, but I remember Daniel telling me that at least this year, 
um, Effie had um, had Pimpinella on the big day. Yeah, match. yeah. They, she uh, he wrestled Pimpinella Escarlata, who is uh, for Claire's benefit. That is a uh, she is one of the wrestling drag queens of Mexico. That's a big thing oh, down in that. Mexico. She's and great. I love her. She has great. We watched a couple of her matches. Uh, but she's not on this show. I thought about it for David's sake, but I went with the shortest big gay brunch that is about two and a half hours. So. Understandable. And plus, okay, I read the matches on this episode on this card, and I have a lot of questions that I would like to have answered okay. about okay. what's gonna happen here. So I'm gonna read off the matches and if I have some sort of like observation to make, I will, but I also might not. Okay. So <laughs> gotta leave us I, in some suspense. I, I respect I did it. the I did the best research I could on this, but again, it is an indie show of mostly exhibition matches. There's not a ton that I can give background-wise. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Uh, so we have the uh boy butter slippery scramble match. Oh, oh yeah. We're, we're starting off with a bang. Oh my right. fucking god. All right. Yep. Uh, <laughs> a one-on-one match between Edith Surreal. Uh, I have heard a lot of great things about her. And uh, Devin Monroe. Uh, a singles match. M.V. Young, who the best thing I could get out of him is his nickname, which is, and I quote, the motherfucking king of the polyam cult. Oh, hell yeah. you love to see it. <laughs> and JD versus JD Drake. Uh, 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 David knows him from AEW. Yeah, wait, him. I yeah, love him. him. Yep. Wait, uh, wait, wait, mm -hmm. hold on. Wait, oh is Bear yeah. Country on purpose? No, that, that, he's not part of Bear Country. Oh, he's not part That's of, I always feel, I always think he's part of Bear Country. Okay, never mind. Yes, uh, JD Drake's a big boy, and there's a there's a tag team in AEW called called Bear Country, and I thought he was in it. Awesome. I thought like ah ah, but yeah. Is there hold your hold your thoughts on the bear thing though. Hold, we're gonna cycle okay. back to that in a second. Uh, we have the soul on a pole match between Ace Perry and Effie. Uh, why is there a soul on a pole? What is the purpose of this? I don't know. I hope I have to climb up a pole like in Mulan. Yes. Yeah. I also. Well, I'll make a man of you is blasting on loop <laughs> mm -hmm. in the background. Absolutely. I'm gonna be on. I'm gonna be honest. It was this mat. This match I'm about to say right now. That's why I was like, I want to do this one. Okay. Peros Twink Hunter Tag Team. Oh. Gauntlet. Oh, I'm is, so ready for this. Pero is. It is. I've done my research, and Pero is a bear. And he, the purpose of this match is he wants to beat up a bunch of twinks. Let's so. go. Those twinks must be obliterated. <laughs> God damn. Those, those, those goddamn fucking lanky stick twinks. bug ass. <laughs> Shakes fist at Cloud. Twinks. twinks. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Dark Sheik versus AC Mack. And then in the main event, a pup collar match. I presume that's dog collar match rules. Oh my god! Oh, AJ Gray dog hoods, please, God. I feel like that'd be hard to wrestle in. You can see as well. Look, we Austin and I have seen like literal fucking like bag over oh, your head matches. matches okay, we it, it at some sometimes you just don't give a shit, especially on the indies. All right, indies don't give a shit. They just they really don't. They real I. 
again, the GCW show where I saw Effie wrestle, there were two in a row as they were titled fucking death matches. There was glass everywhere. They don't care as long as it's entertaining. Yeah, the pump collar match. We might see glass, tables, light tubes, any of the usual hey! GCW fair. Right. Oh my god. Dude, when 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 that when at the GCW show too, when that first light tube popped, I fucking jumped. That was an explosion. Jesus Christ. There were about a hundred more. So be prepared. Yeah. So that is the show. Uh, oh my God. that we are gonna be watching. If you would like to watch along with us, you can do so uh on Fight TV. Is that it was based, it is essentially a pay-per-view show that you could purchase for. I think I bought it. I think it's like $14, $15, something like that. <clears throat> that is what the cost of it came out to. Uh, but yeah, you can you can watch the show along with us. There is, of course, no real free option because it's an indie show. It's not like it's going to be on a streaming service somewhere. Unfortunate. You hate to see it. But all right. Uh, it is time then to go to the big gay brunch, and we'll see you in the back half. Hell yeah. Let's do it. And we are back. We have just finished watching Effie's Big Gay Brunch 2. Yes. Hell yeah. All right. As is as is tradition on our um special episodes, we've we first off always throw it to the guest. Claire, what did you think of wrestling getting gayer? Well, for a starter from a wrestling perspective, I found that a lot more entertaining than the like WWE stuff that I've watched. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's indie. It was more interesting. It was more engaging. I felt like the fights themselves were more fun to watch. Yeah. 2012 Monday Night Raw was not, you know, putting on bangers. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a combination of like, of like, yeah, the the episode that we watched, I mean, it's 2012 Raw Christmas special. Like that's, you're going to get the dopey bullshit more than like the actual mm-hmm. bangers. Like the work, the work is better nowadays, but also like indies are just kind of allowed to go a little more unbound and they're not, they're, they're not, you know, as fixated on WWE's cartoony bullshit. Like they're there for the work and they yeah. will do the work above mm-hmm. all else. So I think that's entirely, that's entirely valid. Yeah. And from mm-hmm. a gay perspective, I liked it a lot because I felt like it fulfills more on the, implications of what is in like they know that wrestling is gay they have merch all over the place that says it and it's true yes that's part of what i get so annoyed about with a lot of the mainstream wrestling is a bunch of like aggressive hetero dudes being like how dare you say it's gay and then like oil wrestle another naked man like i yes they know they know exactly what it is and they lean into it more which i like yeah, uh, mo- modern wrestling does get a little bit better about that. I mean, like I said, one of my one of my current faves on AEW, Anthony Bowens, who is one of their one of their out LGBT um, workers. Uh, he's part of a tag team called the Acclaimed, where they they, are, uh, they, 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 they scissor they each other, scissor um, each other, they scissor each other, and now they're paired up with with the Gun Club, aka the Ass Boys. And, yeah, this uh, and, scissoring and daddy Bowen, ass live yeah, yeah, every yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, Anthony Bowens proudly called out uh, the last time they were on TV, "Scissor me, daddy ass." So <laughs> the mainstream's starting to pick up on it a little bit, That's thankfully, good. right? Uh, but yeah, yeah, no, this is definitely 
Uh, this is definitely like the gay, the gayest that I think yeah. any of us have seen wrestling be. Mm-hmm. And I, I also really like um, that they can like swear. That ju- I think it just adds. Yeah, it sounds dumb, but it definitely adds a better, I don't know, realism, I guess, to it. Mm-hmm. Or just no, I would agree with that. More right. Because it's weird, it's this weird American thing where, like, violence is okay, but the second you say fuck, like, oh, no, everyone, get the, <laughs> you know, shield the kids. They can't hear the right, F. Right, right. I regularly see children in those, like, Monday Night Raw things watching, you know, people beat the shit out of each other in an extremely violent way, but they're not allowed to, you know. Yeah. And also all the weird, like, all the weird objectification of women that, that you know, just happens yeah that, none of that, that was in this which i really appreciated yes yeah this i was is, shocked there was none of it this yeah. is uh, this is a this is definitely uh i mean i mean like i said modern wrestling doesn't go as hard on like the sex appeal thing thank god a lot of the time um but like shows like this this sounds five had to say but it definitely uh and and, and as a straight you guys can tell me if this is actually a thing but it, it definitely feels like this is a show that that caters more to the gay gays, yeah. as it were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you yeah. have a drag queen out there presenting, then you're probably leading into that. Yeah, abs- abs- absolutely. I don't, uh, I don't if- think, I don't think, I don't think I'm good at picking up on the signs, but I mean, I, I did watch uh, a tag, a couple of twinks try to give a, a bear a lap dance as a, yep, yep, as yep. A, this is a true tactic. It failed, but, but you know, effort what? was made. The, that that's actually something I'm excited to talk about when when we get to it, because um, mm-hmm. that that was that was a brilliant spot. I thought. Um, here's a question. Yeah. Here's a question I have. This is mostly logistics, me. and it's mostly because mm-hmm. I'm very hungry. But I want to know more about the brunch. Where's the brunch? I, I am a little disappointed in the brunch. Like I wanted to see people out there with some waffles and mimosas. Right? Yeah, I agree. It was it was a it was a brunch, and the the show took place at like 11 a.m. But. Yeah. There was no. Br- Where was the brunch? I agree. That's I. I the show. I want omelets. I want I, eggs Benedict. I want banana pancakes. I want mimosas. You said yeah. I need like yes. people with like water bottles full of mimosa. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I need. That's the shit that I need. Uh, and I'm very disappointed that people weren't here getting absolutely blasted on on uh, orange juice and champagne. There was uh, at least one lady who was absolutely blasted on something. Oh, yeah. Hell, oh yeah! Shout, Tiff- shout, Tiffany, shout out to Tiffany, Tiffany in the front row. Tiffany was out on loan. Was absolutely having a time. Tiffany's sitting there front row, hard cam side, and she is just she's just so happy to be there, and we're all so happy for her. We love yeah. we love us some Tiffany. God Godspeed. We God's adore Tiffany. Tiffany. I I well, hope she I can fun see at River City Wrestling Con. I bet I she had she an did. absolute blast. I bet she had an absolute blast. I hope she was just as drunk there and she had a phenomenal time. Yes. She Absolutely. brought the correct energy to the big gay brunch. We need yeah. more of her. Dude, I love I love the wrestling fans that aren't afraid to just completely be like absolutely wild. We just need everybody to be like at the the GCW live show I went to, um there was a match that was Dirty Daddy versus someone. Um and there was this guy standing up, like, uh, on, like, a... The, the, the setup for the place was weird, so he was, he was sitting at a higher level than I was, like, kind of over to my right. Um, and throughout the match, 
he kept coming up with alliterative synonyms for like dirty daddy so like he just would yell out filthy father um and putrid patriarch or something like that um I, I need so many more people like that as wrestling fans because those are my absolute favorite types of people. You right. you expect me to believe Dirty Daddy and Effie are two different wrestlers because they kind of just sound like that would be one of Effie's nicknames. No, yeah. there's a no. You I don't I don't know if this guy's like gay or if he's just like daddy energy. Uh, but he's like a big buff bald dude. Um, uh, with a with like a mustache and beard. Um, hmm. and he was he was great um he he like he it was like his like return match after being injured uh and i nice. quite enjoy wait let's let's see dirt dirty daddy uh wrestler let's see if i can find him because he was awesome um chris dickinson uh oh chris dickinson i know him okay yeah yeah chris dickinson um uh something something control f daddy <laughs> uh nicknames yeah dirty daddy um yeah yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. oh sorry not not uh, so yeah oh his, the the other nicknames are listed here uh dirty daddy the death machine okay filthy father putrid papa amazing <laughs> oh you'll have to see it so anyway yes on to the show that we did watch uh as uh claire mentioned that we'd have we have a drag queen uh, hosting the uh president posting the show here polo del mar Leo del mar. yes Leo del mar, polo yes. del mar yeah uh yeah she and effie show up to the ring and um she she kind of quickly takes over hosting duties and she's like running down the house rules so you know like sure things sure, like this is this is uh for context for us all everyone this is wrestlemania 37 weekend which was last year so this was the first uh, big show with crowds for wwe come yeah. back from the uh well the no fans pandemic era of wrestling ended we could argue that the pandemic era of wrestling has never ended <clears throat> but the part true. where there were no people in attendance is pretty much over but it was you know you know COVID. everyone had to be test negative and wear masks mm. yes yeah um uh and it was funny because she she mentions like please put your masks on over your face and mouth unless you're actively eating or drinking something and uh i saw like one woman in like the back row be like oh okay and she like popped her mask on but this dude who was sitting next to her just st- sat there and just did not put his mask on uh, and they very didn't tampa. do shit up. very tampa very florida mm-hmm as you do, as you do. Uh, there was Florida, another. There was Florida another continues to Florida. Yeah. Flor- Florida be Florida in that. That is that is mm-hmm. that is how Florida do. Um, yes. uh, there was a, there was another rule though. If if uh, that I was interested about uh, its enforcement was um, oh, it, included among the rules was buy from the food truck. I would love to know like how they have that enforced. Like like if they're if they got fucking security coming up to people being like hey. Have you bought from the food truck yet? And someone's like shakily yeah, holds not, up their like chili fries not, or something. It's not that they can buy from the food truck, is it? They well, have that they to. have to. It's, it's a like rule. a two drink. It's a two drink minimum, but with food. Yeah, but with but with food, you can't tell. So this this is the brunch. Claire is is the is the uh the compulsory uh the compulsory food truck purchasing. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. 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 Um, Pollo Del Mar also um uh feels the feels the need to inform us that that effie paid her uh in a blowjob and time on fight tv i would mm-hmm. argue um 
I would argue that the the latter is just the highest form of payment you could ever get for anything. I I mm-hmm. uh, I too feel the need to to get paid in everything. Uh, getting getting paid in a blowjob and time on Fight TV is getting paid in exposure twice. <laughs> hey, damn you! You just keep you just keep hitting with these. Oh, what was it you said earlier? The modern hot dog and a handshake. I did. I <laughs> when we were watching, my first thought was that's a modern day hot dog and a handshake. Damn, the hits keep hitting with Austin on this one. He's <laughs> he's got the the blowjob and fight TV jokes lined up. I guess. I, I I'm just thinking it's coming. They, they just come to me. You're inspired. Oh God. I'm inspired by an by by an effy blowjob. <laughs> aren't aren't we all? Yeah. <laughs> so oh, the first match of the show is the boy butter scramble match. Uh, I have to say, d- disappointing lack of butter in this. Uh, I know. I think match. I figured out that it was it was a scramble sponsored by Boy Butter Lube. Yes, <laughs> I I also made a note oh. of that. They should have used I, the lube. There, there was no lube. No, I was not aware of that brand. That would, that would. That, I, well, yeah, I didn't. I don't. I'm, I'm, I must say that uh, this might come as a shock to people, especially if you're watching the video version of this. Uh, that I am not really familiar with lube brands. <laughs> no, I wasn't either. But I was. I, I picked it up in the way that they said it after the match. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. I think. I think. I think. Yeah. I think Poyo said something about it. Okay. Instead of saying the boy butter scramble, they said the boy butter scramble. It was like, ah, uh-huh. uh, I see. Within the syntax of how they said it. Sure, sure. I, I got, I, I, I gotcha. Um, well, then there was a disappointing amount of boy butter lube in this match. Then is what I will say. Yes, I yeah, want, I wanted yeah. to see those men greased up. All right. I know, mm-hmm. especially the one in jeans. How would that have worked? He would have destroyed that denim. Oh, oh shit. You know, it's it's worth it. It's worth it for the promotion. I have yeah. to say, strange amount of denim in this whole thing. Is that is is how 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 do again help the straight? How how do the gays feel about denim? No, it's fine. It just seems like a weird thing to wrestle in, especially would, in the ninety degree heat. Yeah. Yes, you would, you would think that, but some people really like wrestling in denim, dude. I don't know what to tell you. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, I mean, I mean, there's there's a there's a modern wrestler who just essentially wears a Canadian suit whenever he wrestles. So, you know, as you is that is that is that the jeans and a denim jacket? That's called the Canadian. That's what a Canadian, Canadian suit, tuxedo. Right? Canadian, pardon me, Canadian tuxedo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there there we are. Um, so, I, I don't know. It's weirdly popular thing to wrestle in, but yeah, I was. I was rather concerned about their uh, their their uh, how hot they may have been out in that weather. The sacrifices yeah. that they make for this art. Who boy? Yep. Yeah, you could tell some of them, especially the paler ones. You could like watch them get sunburned. As they <laughs> <laughs> there were plenty of there were there were plenty of pasty white boys on this here. There were some show. pasty pasty boys out there. Effie's a pretty pasty boy. I gotta yeah. say. Yeah, honestly. Effie himself is pretty pasty. Uh, who who do we have in this first match? Uh, Jared uh, Evans. We, uh, we have Jared Evans. Alley Cat. Alley Cat. That made me so happy. Uh, the Whisperer. Okay. There was a huge, uh, the huge fan of the Whisperer. I, 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 I please. Before okay, we move you on, introduce them all, and then I'll talk about the Whisperer. Okay. okay. Uh, Ashton Star, Killian McMurphy. 
his gimmick is that he's Irish. If the, the Shamrock name Shooter didn't quite give it away, the Shamrock yeah. Shooter and frontman Jossie. Jossie, indeed, right. indeed. But what does Jossie about think about this? <laughs> okay, so the whisper. I was really confused by his whole thing. I couldn't tell. Was he a face or a heel? It's not clear. He doesn't talk. He whispers. Okay, fine. But I think he was trying to be ominous, but it really was not working. Because I think he was, he thought he was doing like a cool, like strutty, sneaky walk, but it just looked like he was drunk and like stumbling around. Mm-hmm. And then the most mm-hmm. confounding part of this, like, <laughs> ominous ghost creature is that he has a yo-yo. He and pulled he out the yo-yo. <laughs> and he didn't seem terribly good at it either. Like, no. he tried to fucking do it, and no. it's kind of like, nah, he was, I wonder a little if he bit, was and then new he... at this at the time and didn't really have his, like, thing solidified yet. So he was like, just like, says, yo-yo? It's really confusing, and I was I couldn't focus as much on what was going on because I was like, "Is is the guy who's trying to be scary and ominous using a yo-yo and walking like, you know, he just drank a full bottle of vodka?" Like I don't. <laughs> and, and then uh, he was one of the pastiest of them all, and he yeah. was one of them where you could see his back just going red. <laughs> yeah. One white motherfucker. Yeah, that man turned from. From stark white, from ghost white, I suppose, to, to tomato red. Oh boy, right quick. Oh man, that, that one hurt to watch. Yeah, I have a lot yeah. of questions about the whisper. So if anyone could answer what his whole deal is, that would please, be great. Please. Look, I, I love, love I love me my goofy supernatural uh gimmicks, but like it's gotta make a little bit of sense, you know? It shouldn't make any sense. <laughs> This is, was he like this a is, yo-yo, like a yo-yoing child who like died in a tragic accident? Oh shit! Wait, <laughs> wait! It's is it? It's the kid from the fucking yo-yo master commercial or whatever. I, we are the, gonna write. Uh, we are gonna write this B movie on the spot. But, I just, I just don't. Does he? But the yo-yo did master didn't really respond. He kept on yoing, and then the child died, and then he came back yeah. to the whisper. He couldn't stop yoing. He couldn't. Say, he just kept on yoing, <laughs> and that's why he's the whisper because the yo-yo man never responded to him, and yeah. so like the last the last thing he remembered before he died was like the pure silence of the yo-yo master, and and so now he's like inspired to just like take on a a, a monastic vow of silence. All uh, all he knows all he knows is this, silence. My biggest takeaway from this whole special is not the wrestling. It was. Why is this ghost man trying to intimidate with a yo-yo? That that's that's the great thing about Effie. He leaves you asking questions. <laughs> oh, I have a lot of questions co- about Effie coming up. I have, yeah. Oh, I have. Yeah. Oh, oh, do Let's we have the whole match that he's in? I have a lot of yeah. All right. Oh, so, can we talk about do... the the scramble at all? I mean, it's just sort of them fighting. Yeah, yeah, GCW I mean, seems to like starting off their shows with scrambles. Yeah, I mean it's 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 kind of clunky, especially because like most of them, most of the time, only like two of them are ever in the ring together at any point. Yeah, and I feel like they weren't great at selling a lot of the hits in the scramble. No. Yeah, they start to no. sell really good later on, but like in the scramble, none of them are really like giving it. Uh... Not doing great. Uh, mm-hmm. 
But yeah, I mean, it's it was fine. It was fun enough for like a, you know first match of the show kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, again <laughs> having seen a live GCW show. It's kind of how they seem to they they throw they throw they throw a scramble together. Uh, I don't know if this is how they usually do it, but in the case of both of them, I've seen like four dudes, one chick, and they just kind of like go at it, get some get some decently fun spots out of it. And oh, yeah, we should mention that I I was very interested that they have uh, intergender wrestling. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And on the in, on the indie scene, intergender wrestling is pretty normalized overall. Yeah, and they and they didn't make a deal out of it or be like, let's no. see this dude and this hot chick. Like it's not a no, no, no. They seem no. pretty evenly matched in all of them. Like there's no the thing. Yeah. Like how is this broad gonna do against these strong men? Like nah, yeah. man. It's yeah, kind it's of fucking dope. Just a match. It's just a match. Yeah. Dude, I Alley Cat slash Alley Catch nowadays is able to hold the fuck her own uh, against mm-hmm. any like dude wrestler you throw at her, and yeah. so are like and all of her like lady contemporaries that showed up on this show and and uh, plenty of others you'll see on the indie circuit too. It's 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 kind of dope, and it yeah. makes me sad that the mainstream stuff doesn't do that because it because nah. you get so many more interesting matchups out of it. Yeah, but you know, sponsors, you know, all that. Waka waka. Is it corporate wrestling the best? I <sighs> love it. But yeah, anyway, the winner is Ashton Starr, incredibly. I felt I felt like he was largely not a part of the match. So yeah. I was kind of surprised. But he did hit a famouser on the whisperer. So he beat the whisperer. So Yes. I, I I hope that's I hope that's like vindicated to you, Claire. That the I mean, whisperer is the one. I'm not, I'm not, here's the thing. I'm not upset about the whisper. I'm intrigued by the whisper. <laughs> oh, this is how it begins. Know, I do wish to know more about I, the whisper. I really, I have a lot of questions and I just would like answers. This is how yes. they get you. Claire's <laughs> just asking questions. I'm just asking questions. I'm doing my <laughs> own research. True. 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 About the whisper. Yeah. About the whisper, yeah. Uh, get me pictures most of the whisperer. Most of my questions are yo-yo based. <laughs> yeah. God, I love some of the great out of context quotes we can get from our show. Well, yeah. Well. Most of my questions are yo-yo based. Yeah. That's generally how this works on the, on the podcast regularly, anyway. Yeah. yeah. So we just we said we just say weird shit, and it's, I never kind of sounds great. Sure. Uh, the next match on the show is Edith Surreal versus a uh, Devon. Was that? I know I said Devon. Yes. Devon. Yeah, Devon. Okay, Devon Monroe. I like yes. both of them a lot. I did. I, yeah, I got a, I got a kick well. out of both of them. I was no, kind of. I was kind of. Edith Surreal was sweet. I heard Edith great. I've awesome. heard great things. I've great heard great things about her before, and fully lived up to my expectations. She was delivered. Taking out his knees. She just went for the knees the whole yeah. time. That's see see clear that's that's the meta. Before you see Devon is a flippy boy. And yeah. what do you do with a flippy boy? You say fuck your knees and you just murder You can't, you can't flip if you got no knees. How about you that? Can't flip, you can't you can't flip if your knees ain't there. So you right. so 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 that's the meta. Flippy boy, yeah. guess what? You don't got knees anymore. That have, was have, I mean that might have been the funnest one to watch because there was a lot of like cool moves that I haven't really seen and a lot of like oh yeah, stuff. very fun match. You got to uh, see, I think, really more the for your first time ever, like a really technical fighter 
Yeah, um, I like and, that fight a lot. That was and, uh, and Edith Surreal. Edith Surreal is is most certainly a technician. She, she knows the moves. She knows the moves. Like we're so we started off the match with holds, and she's she's um she's she's doing it. She she keeps like you know doing the submission locks to to fuck up Devon's knees and try to yeah. get him to to tap. Um, and I mean, yeah, it was, it was, it, it's a cool matchup. I, it's, it's, it's cool to see flippy boys take on technicians for that specific reason of seeing like, basically can the technicians take out the, the flippy boys legs fast enough or can the flippy boy outpace um, yeah. the, the, the the technician get in the air a little mm-hmm. too much and then it's all the fuck over for the technician yeah. sure, it's sure. like the first time where i was not bored at some point watching a match because there was yeah. interesting things happening the whole time yep yep fair because another thing about at least the episode of the wwe match we watched is that they all sort of have the same body type which means yep. yeah, the same fighting style. There's there be not a house lot of style, baby. Everyone yes. wrestles kind of variations. the same. Mm-mm. But no. we got a lot of different body types, so a lot of different fighting styles that I haven't really seen before. Like even going oh, into definitely. Yeah. Definitely. De- definitely a lot more cruiserweight, which, which was great. Um the Giants got to do like like we didn't have Giants that were just brutalists like you know WWE's want to do. We had Giants d- doing even like little like get, getting a little bit of airtime, which was cool. Yeah. That's more of a later on thing, but that was that that's stuff like that. And and, and I mean as as we'll uh, also see later on. Boy, do we love our twinks, especially on this show. <laughs> you know what? I feel but, like one was the twinkiest one there, and he wasn't in the twink fight, which was interesting. He was he was a Devon was bones. Devon was such a twink that actually he was a capital T twink and I was surprised capital he was he was too twink for Paro. Maybe I gotta maybe, say. maybe it's because he didn't have a partner. So yeah, he doesn't fair. have a Devon didn't have a fellow twink to team up with. That's the well problem. maybe maybe Edith at some point because because uh, um spoiler alert, Edith ends up winning the match. She finally gets a successful submission hold on Devon. Yeah, he's got yeah. the poison ivy, the, the Venus flytrap. The, the, the Venus flytrap. Fly it's tra- like a yeah. knee bar. It was really cool. Wait, um, yeah. did, we, did we mention the name she had previously that we found out that is amazing? Yes. Uh, her original name was Still Life with Apricots and Pears. I mean, I would lo- love to outstanding. know. Outstanding. She's definitely yeah, I, an artist. I mean, if she goes from that to like surreal, then you know she, she's probably a painter, and I would like to see her work. It, it's it feels very on brand for that's the funniest Chikara shit I've for, ever heard for Chikara, which is the company she primarily is known for be working with. Okay. That would even be a good like drag queen name, like it that because it's still just life with so apricots funny. and pears. That's so good. I want to know how she came up with that name. If the, if they're like. If, like, why specifically apricots and pears? If it was that probably, any, like, like, a painting she saw at a museum and was like, wouldn't that be funny if someone had that? <laughs> Just gremlin name? mode, your, your wrestling name. No, fair enough, fair enough. I'm all, I'm, I'm all here for that. No, uh, uh, she, <laughs> she, uh, she wins the match, but she and Devon hug at the end. So, like, Aww. we got her two baby faces, uh, facing off for, they got the respect at the end of it all. Actually, something that I thought was cool, too. Um, you know, there it's a GCW show. They don't have like 
long running stories in the way that like WWE AEW kind of get to have. Mm-hmm. But um they the commentary sure to point out things like uh that she's been that 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 surreal has been wrestling all weekend and she hasn't been able to pick up that dub yeah um, they 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 are happy to point out the kind the the kind of like that like it's wrestle wrestlemania weekend while a lot of these wrestlers aren't wrestling more than once per show they are wrestling on multiple shows mm-hmm, for, mm-hmm. because for them this is basically like the biggest payday they're going to get all year if they're on the indies so like they're they'll take like as many bookings as they can physically wrestle in a weekend so you know three four matches is not unsurprised is not a weird amount of thing to do an entire weekend it's absolutely crazy absolutely. by the way i was just looking up edith on instagram apparently she's trans she is yeah. uh yeah which is super cool because i I mean, this is just a guess, but I, I imagine it's accurate that there are no trans wrestlers in the WWE. Um, in, in WWE, WWE, I don't. There aren't. AEW has think. has a couple. Has a couple. This, they um, AEW has Nyla Rose is trans. Rose. Sunny Kiss is gender fluid. Yeah, I think. And, and I then Venny and Venny, who has appeared several times. But is not part of the roster. She's she. Venny Venny isn't. She, Venny is trans. She's not. She's not all elite, but she's appeared on AEW a lot. For, but yeah, at, at several points. So mm-hmm. so AEW's had a few. I don't know if WWE has. had. I don't believe WWE has had any trans wrestlers. No. Right. Well, one there. No, there there is one former wrestler, but she didn't come out as trans until. Oh, after her. Yeah, yeah. You've told me about her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I don't remember her name because she wasn't very good, and so I don't care. But I yeah. remember her story though. And hasn't she also really... kind of turned out to turned out to be a piece of shit? Like, oh, like... no, I don't, I don't remember that. Or I thought okay, I thought I thought she was like I thought she was like kind of Caitlyn Jenner tier of of like being like, see, I'm I'm like one of the good ones, but all the other like trans. Well, now I feel bad too. about not remembering your name. So give me I don't a know. moment. Okay. No, I just think it was really cool that like number one. Just like the, you know, the fact that they have intergender race blah, wrestling, like they don't even like bring it up. It's like a mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's dark, it's not dark, like a gimmick. And dark yeah. chic, yeah, uh, it's not like a dark gimmick. Is, dark chic is also trans. I, yeah. by the way, it's not yeah. a gimmick. They're not going. Ooh, look at the transgenders mm-hmm. wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like it's mm-hmm. like there are wrestlers it's- who are also on, you know, the list. Right. Yeah, it's just it's just respectful. Roster. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, that's sure. that that's always so that's that's so cool to see on on a number of different levels. Like, GCW is one of the bigger indies, so it's cool to see uh, again. Like on top of this, them getting to do a big gay brunch at all, like the trans rep and them not being weird about it, absolutely rules. Um, and then just kind of also casually mixing it in with intergender wrestling, and yeah. again not making it anything. Yeah. They didn't treat the trans wrestlers like some sort of special freak show act, mm-hmm. which I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, could easily happen. Yeah. Yeah. Places. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, no, um, incredible. Yeah, it was really good. And uh, Edith, her almost like sitting on Devon's knees fucked me. It was fucking crazy. Oh, God. 
There oh were so God. many of those oh spots where I'm just going like fucking like was, When she did the one-legged uh, pulled pulled Devon's knee back too. That was, that was awful. <laughs> yeah. Ouch. Ow. Owie. But yeah, yeah. the I, I enjoyed the I enjoyed the storytelling aspect on on her mm -hmm. end of this is her finally getting to get that dub this weekend. Like it's not a huge story beat or character beat by any means, but it it, mm -hmm. it, it adds a layer to it of being like, oh, she got her dub. That's super cool. Uh, be better luck next time, Devon. <laughs> yep. And then next match to kind of to bring up talk about differing fighting styles, a very different match from mm. Edith and Devon is MV Young versus JD Drake. Yes. Oh, this one made me happy. The 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 motherfucking king of the polyam cult versus my my big beefy boy JD Drake. This was a hell of a fun match. It was my it was that this was match. My favorite part of the match is when they took out chairs and they sat in front of each other in the ring and then just slapped each other in the face for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, That's no, the good time was a great line about that, where it was like they said something like uh sitting down is good a little more shade and a little less slapping the shit out of each other and then they proceeded to slap the shit out of each other anyway yeah no they like took uh, turns it, slapping each other in the face bam, right? bam yes, yes bam, as you do bam. as you do yeah very, very popular spot is the is the exchanges of slaps yeah uh, you gotta go back you gotta go back and forth a little bit it's very very, very traditional no. very important to, to rest and this culture. this match is also what marks the beginning of the uh chair trends in the rest of this show <laughs> this, this show had so much chair violence i could not what, believe how chairs. many chairs they went through whole lot of chairs and man those chairs it was it was wild because all those chairs broke so fucking easily. there will be there will there will be they will be getting no deposit back on those chairs oh no i no, hope the rental no. company was okay with it or that i'm curious about the chair budget this show <laughs> you know that's actually probably a legitimately like kind of wild logistical it, concern because I, honestly I, chairs aren't that cheap because hardcore, res hardcore yeah. wrestling props is a is a kind of budget that a lot of people don't think about in wrestling yeah it's a real thing to think about i appreciate so much that that our guests on the show have a tendency to bring up these logistical things that we've never thought of before. Like we had Elizabeth on for the Randy Savage. I'm too, wedding. I'm too busy like, trying to talk narrative analytics. All right. I'm, yeah. And I, I I'm just, I'm just trying to riff here. Uh, but no, Elizabeth's on here talking about like the, the, the laundry that people must have to put up with during wrestling shows, like yeah. getting all the grime and the mud and the blood out and all the, all yeah. that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and like mending and stuff. Claire's over here talking about the, 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 the chair budget. Um, Listen, uh, I've been a props master a few times. So these kinds of yeah, things. No. Yeah, no. Entirely fair. But for the match itself it was mostly them just kind of beating the shit out of each other. Yeah, it wasn't a lot of chair action yet. We get to that later, but no, this is when we it's, start going into the audience. For, we are foreshadowing the chair violence. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's set, set up and payoff. That's what that is. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely brilliant. Love, love me some cinematic. Uh, but J, JD Drake kind of throws MV Young around for a lot of the match because uh, JD is a bigger. He is. He is a. He is a large boy. Uh, it, 
he JD Drake definitely gets or no uh, no MV Young definitely gets his licks in at different point. What cracked me up uh, if we're talking about commentators dropping lore was learning that MV Young really likes to get into Twitter fights. Yeah. Okay. His his Twitter. I mean, I looked up his Twitter profile, and his Twitter profile says he has beaten every single governor in America in a one on one fight. <laughs> what? What? Let me get the I, exact quote on that, but I'll t- I was like, "What?" Oh, hold up! Where, where is my, where is my, We're where doing is my research. video? Where, where, where is my vod of 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 MV Young versus Gretchen Whitmer? Hold up! <laughs> I would pay good fucking money to see. So, like, wait. Is it like every current governor or every governor that has ever existed? Like, is he exhuming bodies? To, to to fight. <laughs> He's mostly fighting the corpses. He's mostly fighting the corpses. I mean, that would give you better. Okay. Oh no, I'm my bad. Here's what it said. Here's the exact quote. I've defeated every small town sheriff in America in hand to hand combat. Okay, that <laughs> based. Based. All right, I can get yeah. on board with that. I can get on board with that. That's 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 incredible right there. I can yeah. I I love that. But yeah, so uh so MV Young good at Twitter fights, at least somewhat good in the ring cuz he, he definitely gets some spots in, but yeah, a lot of it is he's getting tossed the fuck around by JD Drake. Holy no. shit. Um uh also shout out to to co-commentator Val Capone for <laughs> for stealing yep. for stealing Claire's line. That wrestling is gay, make it gayer. Yeah. She stole your bit, Claire. You gotta sue. Still could be gayer. Still, it's still it. It could only get gayer. Yeah. Uh, I you, mean, you our be... our our Christmas episode took place before this ep- this show aired. So this yeah. is true. This is true. They're make they're here. They they hear you, Claire. They they're hear listening. They're listening specifically to you. Um. Uh. We what I, what I'm hearing, Austin, is that we need to get one of those Claire, one of those fans that says wrestling is gay. Um, uh, I'm pretty sure Effie and, and Allie both have, both have one I'll of those. Yep. Uh, yeah, no, pretty great. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, but still JD Drake, uh, gets the dub and, uh, seeing JD Drake actually getting a dub does, does my heart good. Cause he's, yeah, he doesn't win a lot on AEW. He doesn't, we so don't win own. a lot on, on TV. So, so getting and then to see after him the match, they have a bro fist bump. Oh, do they? For the most part, everyone in this show is pretty friendly. Yeah, and then we get to the next oh, match. Oh yeah, really. yeah. Because yeah, here is where I think the show gets insane. It is yeah. a lot. Of, a lot. I have similar questions that I did to when I saw the whisper. Yeah, so I, I have it is time for a soul on a pole match. Yeah, between okay. Ace is, this, Perry is this a regular type Effie. of match? Well, a, a, pole, a pole match, is, sure. Yes. A soul, no. A soul being the thing you need to get off of the pole. Mm, not so much. No. Okay. I, I, for you know, full disclosure, cards on the table here, Austin. When you said soul on a pole in the beginning, in the front half of of today's show, I wrote soul S O L E because I thought. For some reason like that fish? you have to like, 
like 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 a like 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 the bottom of your foot. Like I thought you had to like ascend to the top of the pole and like stand on it or something. I wasn't no. sure because no. I was like I because I, I started to write S O U L, but I'm like no, that's dumb. How the fuck do you put a, a, a human soul? I think, like, I think spiritual we soul are all wondering that question. Yeah. Yeah. I after that match? This match. With this match, it felt like uh, we tuned into like a TV show halfway through the season without context. <laughs> I, tuned, we, I tuned into the season finale of this. Of this yeah. Show, yeah. I had no idea what. It reminds and me of the first time I watched Doctor Who, which was the second half of a two parter. And it was, it was like. The one where in in Christopher Eccleston's season where like the Slovene took over London. Oh, and I was like, not oh, that! Oh, not, fuck! Oh, no, World War Three. Oh, that episode sucked. With That's all the, it. I was like, "What are these aliens? Why are they farting?" That's a watch. <laughs> it's, it's even worse. It's not any better with the front half. In fact, I no, don't it's, it's really not. Because then, then it's two hours of the farting fat aliens. <laughs> but I didn't a, watch it for watch. a while because I just saw that one and I was like, "I don't know if this is for me." <laughs> <laughs> not sorry. Dude, that, that's like sorry that's to like... hear that. Very fair. <laughs> That's like this my dad's is first. Not episode. where you want to start. That, no. That's like my dad's first episodes of Rick and Morty he's seen being the fucking slut dragon episode, and then yeah. the like all snakes episode, and yeah. him just kind of turning to me after that and being like, "David, what the hell did I just watch?" And I'm like, "I swear to God, it's not normally like this. Please watch Vindicators. You'll like that episode. The snakes okay. are the best one." Well, yes, but for my father, who had never seen Rick and Morty before, right. watching an episode with me where, where with, sl- with the slut dragon, uh, and then transitioning to an episode where the back half is told entirely in snake hissing, he was a little he he was a little put off. Yeah, <laughs> but so so yes, it's jazz? like what, what he he was not a, he was not a big snake jazz guy, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so. Ace Perry and Effie. I, I tried to piece together what this plot is. Yeah. Based on so first Ace comes said. out looking like he's in midsummer with like the flower crown and the grave. <laughs> I thought that looked looked familiar. <laughs> I was like, they, is he the May Queen? They tried to they tried to commentary tries to connect it to wearing a wedding dress because it's the most important day of the bride's life. And this is an important day of Ace's life fighting for his soul. Why? Okay, so why did he have his soul gone? Why did Effie have it? Because the announcers keep mentioning that Effie took it and has gotten a bunch of benefits and opportunities from it, which has more questions. Did Effie I have did. a soul taken by someone else? Does Effie How now have two Effie... souls with his soul? How well, did Effie that's... take the soul? Yeah, how how is how the how the fuck is Ace still alive with his soul gone? David, you're you're in the middle of watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer. You know that you don't need to be have a soul to be alive. Well, okay, sh- 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 sure, but like, <laughs> I I feel like GCW isn't quite on the same tier as as Buffy. Like, like, does GCW exist in the same kayfabe as as w- when as as the kayfabe where Undertaker was actually for real a magic zombie necromancer man? <laughs> I would and, argue all wrestling is in the same continuity, unless otherwise. Uh, unless well, I don't know. Place. I don't know because they sure because when someone leaves WWE and goes to a different company and changes and changes their fucking name, everyone pretends like that's been their name all along, and vice versa. Listen, WWE it's Star does Wars, that within their Star own goddamn continuity. It's Star Wars EU rules, all right. It's 
Oh wait, is Effie, is Effie a heel? He, I don't I, think he is normally. I didn't think he was, but he's very much he's the heel. Really here. insistent on not giving that soul back. Yeah, yeah. Which... He he stole Ace's soul, and for reasons that. Maybe if I'd been watching for the last two years, I would know. I would understand. It feels like it's supposed to be a metaphor of some kind. Like, like I was, I was getting like, like, okay, no, no, no. I was, I was getting fucking uh, George Michael vibes of of, like uh, um, last Christmas. uh, I gave you my heart. Uh, Yeah, they did almost make out at one point. Yeah, I feel like there's a history there, and they had like they're they're like bitter exes or something. Maybe like that. It does kind of feel like that. So, like, it's how, maybe it's, it's how the story reads to people who don't know any of the other backstory. I don't know what the I don't know what it's supposed to be, but that's how it reads. But like, but maybe it's a metaphorical soul. But also, they talk about how like having Ace's soul gives Effie the power to like predict Ace's moves. But also, maybe that's a metaphor for like you're with someone for so long, you get to know them. I, I, I what is I, it would. <laughs> I also never could figure out what was on the pole. <laughs> yeah. Representative I think it's part of it was the, the video soul. quality, but the soul itself looked like like a little piece of paper. Mm-hmm. See, for the longest time, I thought it was like a little vial with something like gray and shiny in it. But then, like, they had in their hand, it looked like, yeah, it looked like the a The soul piece of paper. is liquid form. You have to it drink like it. It looked like a Yu-Gi-Oh card or something. I thought it looked like a yu I thought it was a Yu-Gi-Oh card for a second. Effie <laughs> fucking pulls down the soul. What a pity. You've activated my trap my card. My trap card. I play, <laughs> I play Pot of Greed. Play, play your last pathetic what? card, Effie. Uh, my deck has no pathetic cards, Ace. <laughs> Perfect. I think we cracked it, kids. We can all go that home. That is now. not happened. <laughs> but yes, uh, to get back to Claire's point, the match fucking opens with like it, them being about this close to making out. You know, it re- it really calls about like for real this time. of that kind of confrontation I have ever seen in a wrestling match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was for real this time. We don't mean that in like the way of like they're just standing face to face in their mouths. Like like it looked like like they had each other's like ha- hands on each other's faces, and it looked like they were about to go in for the smooch. And like a yeah. split second before they were able to kiss, like Ace slapped Effie, and the fucking ref on this match looked scandalized as hell at the fact that Ace slapped Effie like my man went oh like he'd never seen that level of disrespect before you he was he that that ref was here for the tea yes I I feel like I am I am morally obligated to say that if another man steals your soul it is probably not in the best interest to kiss him that feels like a very toxic and unhealthy relationship so true well I can't recommend it Maybe the maybe like he stole Ace's soul through a kiss. Maybe this maybe like like and, and but but like <laughs> that's how you get the soul we're back. Trying to unpack this as well trying, as we can. We're we're trying our best here. We were thrown. We were we were we were thrown in media res, and we're just we're just trying to make heads or tails. I think we're doing a pretty all right job, gang. How about I think I think we're doing all right with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I don't see any other fucking answers around here. Yeah. Truly the least context I've ever seen for any wrestling match. <laughs> I I am not used to having no context in this show. 
Which is funny because he was he was running the whole show, so I would have figured that his match would have been more of like a, you know, independent like headliner thing. Yeah, well, uh, now nah, this is that, the one with the deep lore. So this is this is the one with the deep lore. Big big moment for for Effie's like personal story here and yeah. and Ace's too, I suppose. But yeah, I. I'm 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 really I'm really struggling with this guys. I'm I'm not I'm not gonna lie. I'm just so I'm so confused what the fuck it all means. It was a good match, but I had the whole It was time a great I was match. Like, I was like, is that a Yu-Gi-Oh card? Why does he have this soul? You know, I just didn't expect GCW to be going in on this supernatural bullshit to begin with. I thought they were like the grounded ones, relatively. No, I'm, I'm, I'm used to, I'm used to that being like it, like literal soul stuff being impacts area of expertise. And this is wait impact impact is supernatural bullshit. That when Lucha Underground, yeah, it's pretty much like the like supernatural bullshit wrestling. Oh, wait, Lucha, yeah, Lucha Underground. Like if if this were like Dario Cueto, we've had like, people uh-huh. die. Yeah, if, if this is Dario Cueto being like, aha, I have your soul on this pole over here, I'd be like, oh yeah, okay, that makes perfect sense. Sure, but, he somehow so- gained the soul. I don't Yeah, but like but like Effie, last I checked Effie is not, you know, like who's wearing like a speedo that says daddy on the ass. I don't know if that's really what yeah, I I'm getting very mixed messages about how to feel about Effie Maybe, here, obviously yeah, yeah. Homie's coming out wearing daddy on his ass, but also he stole a dude's soul. So what am I I wonder I wonder if the daddy spanks are his arcane focus and like that's what grants him his powers, you know? Yeah. Cause like it's that the most is... iconic part of his of his whole like thing. It's either it's either that or his mustache. One of those two. That's his arcane focus. That's where he gets his powers from. Um, and I, otherwise, I don't understand how a man could have time to study to be both a great wrestler, a great gay, and a great warlock. It like you can get you can get two. It takes a ton of struggling to be a great gay. Uh, a lot of study. Like like. You gotta, you gotta really work at that. School. Yeah, like, like I can see you accomplishing two, two out of the three. Like a great gay and a great wrestler, a great gay and a great warlock, a great warlock and a great wrestler. But all three, I don't know how the fuck you have time to master that. Clearly, my man's got hacks. Effie is not natty on the magic specifically. <laughs> <laughs> on the magic. Uh, so the match ends when Effie choke slams Ace on the chairs. Yes. And yeah. He oh, brutal. Climbs, he climbs up to the pole and basically rips the soul thing off. Yeah. And these. And after like, the match, Ace is a sore loser. Which fair? It's his soul on the line, I guess. And he just Somehow. brains Effie with the chair with a chair about a half dozen times. Yep. Yeah. That Effie which, just fair. not not putting the hands up. Totally unprotected chair shots. True. Right on the dome piece. Concussion for everyone. <laughs> See, my crazy. man was eating those chair shots. Because he goes right to the uh, commentator's booth right after this. Not quite. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he does a tiny little promo segment. Uh, he gets oh, on mic and he's like... I wrote, I wrote he's cynical villain posts. <laughs> yeah, he's like, here's your soul back, you piece of shit. I needed you to prove yourself worthy or something. I don't yeah. fucking know. Again, Rose Dark Warlock card, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> so, Ace, get, Ace has his soul back, I guess. Sure, congrats, I think. 
happy for I happy for you though. Yeah. Uh, also, once once Effie leaves the match, announcers, despite the fact that Effie was kind of heel posting throughout that entire match, announcements still can't help but like suck Effie off for being like, "Oh, he's such a generous, he's such a, yeah. ge- a generous like guy. He's such a gracious." He didn't book he puts himself him, in the he main puts event. himself on the mid card for because he wants to showcase, uh, puts the spotlight on other talent. He said he said something in his cynical heel rant about the mid card that i don't quite remember but sure sh- sure i mm. guess effie's a great guy except when he steals your soul but i guess he but might she- still be a great guy you know i mean i mean don't we all have i mean ace could have been flaws. like a serial killer we don't know that's true it's, we don't know anything we really about we are kind of making uh, some assumptions that like ace have it losing his soul is inherently a bad thing because losing a soul, we are treating losing a soul as a bad thing, but like he could be a terrible person and this for the true. better that he had no soul. I mean, those braids would say that you're a terrible person because that might have been the worst hair I've ever seen on any. I, 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 like, I want to believe that it's because he has no soul that he, that's why he thought that that hair was a good idea. It was the ugliest hairdo I've ever seen. I didn't want to judge, but the fact that you agree with the fact that it was an ugly hairdo makes me feel bad. a little bit better about Yeah, I was like, I was like, Hmm. I mean, you it do like you, buddy. Long stocking like... meets Jedi rat tail. It was like not. <laughs> I completely agree with that assessment. Uh, that that's like that creates the perfect mental image. Kudos, you you. Yeah. Goddamn, that was perfect. I also kind of thought of the Jedi Padawan. Yeah, Padawan at it. I was yep. like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Yep. <laughs> Anyway, now we come to the true main event of this show. In my true, the best one, the I think Effie one. does his best work in the announcing booth here. He true. does, he, I loved it. But anyway, it is time for Paro's Twink Hunter Gauntlet. Be this very, very quiet. I'm hunting twinks. <laughs> so out comes the end, which is Paro and Odin's son, who is basically like. A big jacked dude that Paro just has as a friend to also help him beat up Twinks. Yeah, these guys, these guys are like they're like the mountain from Game of Thrones, both of them. Like it's two mountains. Two mountains. It's a mountain range. (laughs) (laughs) That should be their team name. They could be the mountain range. They should do I think that'd be good. The end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the end's kind of a lame name for a, for a thing. I'm not going to lie. Huh? Anyway. Their first opponents are Kinsey Page and Dylan McQueen, Petty in pink. Yes. Um, Effie's on commentary explaining that, that Perrin and Odinson just really hate Twinks for some reason. This was the and only way that they were going to... We don't need a reason, David. <laughs> I damn, damn. I guess, I guess. Fuck the twinks. It's the only way Paro could get would be willing to do this show. Apparently, is if he was allowed to beat up twinks. And <laughs> Effie created this gauntlet in some vain did. hope that, that, that somebody could beat Paro. <laughs> they deserve it. Oh no! Oh no! Uh, yeah. Um, so Effie is very much rooting against Pero here. He he wants desperately for his twinks to come out on top. On t- a. 
rather than no. on the ball. He's really rooting well, for Twinks. He says he has a large arsenal of Twinks that he needs to activate. I bet. He is ex- somehow Effie thought that yes, a Twink is going twink to pop somebody. That's yeah. that's gonna happen tonight. That's gonna have especially a bear. A twink is definitely gonna top a bear. Two tonight. bears. Two bears. Double sure, double bear topping. Uh God. well. I, I do like the bunch of these twinks, though, who come out. Like, no, yeah. Petty and Pink might have had the best chance of somehow, yeah. of actually winning. Yeah, they yeah. They don't, but they, they don't. put up a good they fight. They do, all, they do all right. They do all right. I think there's a metaphor here that Kinsey Page, who is arguably not a twink, is the one who does the best in this match, I think, yeah. in terms of actually fighting off Paro and Odin's son. <laughs> god damn it yeah yeah a little bit um she she look the the twinks just don't the, the twinks are powerless to Paro and odinson all right uh mm. <laughs> oh god the twinks in the obliterate, end obliterate those twinks obliterating yeah. twinks Paro hits a pile driver on kinsey and pins them so then out next comes the runway i love <laughs> yeah. the runway i love yeah. the runway the runway opens with, hey, Paro and Odinson, guess what? The restraining order doesn't count here, which I would love to know the backstory on. Those two were hilarious. Oh, they were the best. Do I remember their names? Like very, no. But tag they're team, They're very great. flamboyant. They're very femme. And I, mm-hmm. I really like, that's not really a joke. That's just their thing. Mm-hmm. Yup. Yeah. No, I love, like I was saying when we were watching, I love flamboyant femme wrestlers. Like, I love the I love the fun dichotomy, the the juxtaposition of someone who's really flamboyant and femme like participating in this very like macho sporting yeah. event. It's, it's not delightful. used they're, they're, yeah. Their flamboyance is not used to make fun of them. That's no. just their game. It's cool mm-hmm. to see their legitimacy. Like like their the 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 their their flamboyancy, their effeminate nature isn't like yeah. something that's that's played as a character flaw for them to like have to overcome. That's just who they are, and they can still be damn good yeah. in ring, and they and they work well in ring. Well, and they clearly are talented. Oh well, well I, I don't I don't know if this match really showcased them. <laughs> well, I thought it's it showcased cool. their. I, I thought I thought regardless, it showcased their fantastic teamwork, and that's half of well, that's half the battle in a, in a tag sure. team match, all right? Well, because they have a great strategy. They have a great strategy. Well, first of all, before we get into that strategy, I want to shout out the little bit of lore drop that Discovery Plus is apparently looking into a uh, twink hunting series for Paro and Oda to send to Sari. That sounds about right. (laughs) Yeah, uh, Effie mentions that they take twink hunting very, very seriously. (laughs) So the runway kind of faff around for a second, waiting to before they get in the ring but they what they do is they grab a couple of chairs and they yep. and they sit paro down and mm-hmm. i would like to cycle back to what i mentioned earlier about the lap dance yes because that is their strategy genius they're they it's will seduce paro into submission yes it works it almost works i, I, like I don't know about fun. that paro seemed very uninterested no, he didn't. He seemed, kind of he seemed kind of stunned, dude. I'm not gonna lie. He seemed like taken aback by this. I, I, I that's how they, I read it. Like, like he wasn't moving because he was so in shock. So, 
They do get all. They try their damnedest. I'll tell you that. They, they, get, they get like there. they like they get up on his fucking shoulders and and like just grind in his face. I have to say this spot made me very happy because I have seen things of this caliber played in you know uh, certain mainstream companies for laughs of ha ha look at those gays being all gay and while yeah. this was and while this was clearly also played for laughs like it was it was it was done in a way that was actually funny and not yeah. derogatory and not like man those silly gays and their sex pestery it was just this no was, the idea this was their is strategy. that that is their strategy it's not because they're pervs it's because they're trying to win <laughs> i mean they they they, they, they do they do see they do seem they they do seem at least a little bit into Pero like like yeah. uh, they do seem a little bit attracted to him so like they're clearly enjoying that but it's not like it's not like like they don't play it off as like this is disgusting why are you doing it mm -hmm. like the, everyone's everyone was here for it. I was here for it that was a awesome. fucking great spot I loved that. <laughs> Well, Od Odinson wasn't here for shit. Odinson was not. He, here. Well, that's he because just... when Odinson sees a twink, he's he, got to, you know, obliterate. He's got to kill. He's got to gotta, gotta kill. kill. It's on site. On site with twinks. Look, but... it's all. Look, it's it's always it's always the fuckers that that are like obsessed with Norse mythology that are the weirdest about this shit. All right, I'm not that's... remotely surprised. Yeah, that fucking checks out. That checks the hell out. But Odinson. He obliterates the two of them and pretty much takes care of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This and next is very interesting. <laughs> yeah, so on commentary, Effie starts like yelling about cryptocurrency because the next <laughs> men out, the next twinks out are the Bitcoin, the Bitcoin boys. boys. They don't last very long, like no, the value uh, of crypto. I would note that they their their tag team name is spelled B O I Z. Ugh. Yes. Yeah. Oh, they are. They are. I was tech cheering pros. for these twinks to go out. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Fuck them. But no. Well, according to Effie, though, they they're the fact that they're appearing in this match is making Bitcoin value skyrocket as we speak. That, uh, press. I'm pressing X right now. I was pressing X that. real hard on that, but Effie <laughs> sounded confident that his portfolio was was doing some stonks. All right, <laughs> they were stonking hey, hate up. To tell, hate to tell you, pal. Not not sure about that one. This one was pretty straightforward. They just kind of beat the shit out of him. Yeah, that was no, like good. No real funny gimmicks to do to mention or anything. They just died. No, you think that being the Bitcoin boys, they would have like some like money thing or like. Maybe, maybe thing. the. I mean, well, the problem with Bitcoin being extra fake money is that yeah. you can't do something funny like trying to bribe Para with Bitcoin yeah. because it doesn't exist. If they were like <laughs> the bankers or something, they could like pull out money and try, you know. <laughs> See, I wish, I wish they had been. I wish their gimmick had been real money so they could pull out like Monopoly. Dollars. That would have been yeah, yeah, yeah. For, first, first, uh, first, Pero got a lap dance, and then they're gonna make it rain on him. I mean, I mean yeah, it's see, natural. we're it's following a, a cycle here. True, true. It's it's very important. Uh, instead, of, instead of just two guys in ill-fitting pants, which sounds uh, right for people who that invest like that heavily in Bitcoin. They were slightly indeed, too indeed. big. I was distracted. It was they were a little baggy. Indeed, indeed. Oh God. Mm -hmm. um any 
Anyway. So they hit a quasi uh, doomsday device, a la the Road Warriors, which uh, on commentary they point out that Odinson and Paro are the Road Warriors with with opinions you can agree with. Yes, that was so that As- was such a absolutely good great. That was a great line. I that I'm sad I missed it, but you but then you told me what it was, and I fucking yeah. Died. All right. That- so next up, well, is, well yeah. at this point, Effie is getting extremely desperate. It's yeah. almost as if his army of twinks was actually about like six people. So yeah. he not, not a terribly formidable tr- army. He has to go try to find some more on the spot. And yeah. he, he pulls in Greg Iron and Shane Black. So Greg Iron is introduced <laughs> as Effie's bitch. He's not really a twink in any way. <laughs> Yeah, the Greg Iron, the little bitch. It. He's a he's a yeah, small he, boy. He's got like thong. slight twig energy <laughs> in a thong with a fucking like stuffed T-Rex head on the front. Yep, that makes it look like he's wearing a giant cup and with like that's that has to accommodate his like his magnormous balls. Good. <laughs> <laughs> hard to look away really it really was difficult to look away and, but, and on the flip side his whole ass just entire ass absolutely i was, I was here for it ass. Whole, should we what? should we also mention shane black because <laughs> oh yeah we're getting to him Greg <laughs> iron apparently just grabbed shane black as to be his tag partner here and Shane Black. Oh, okay. So here's the thing. So, so like on the on the like on the like title card for them, I I swear to God, I read this wrong because as far as I I as I read it, they didn't list Shane Black by name on the title card, and instead <laughs> no, just didn't. wrote and and I swear and I swear to God, I I I swear I read this wrong, but I also don't. I didn't see any other way like to. I I think it said his. His nun twink little minions. I, I I swear to God that's not I right. Think there was what a the typo fuck in there nun- somewhere? But yeah, you know, like yeah, I I swear to God that has to be a typo for like one of his little twink minions or something. But mm-hmm. like, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Shane-, Shane Black. So he gets introduced as like you know this twink, like this big did he did. Greg Jesus. Iron is like, don't, you don't mess with this up. guy. He is the biggest, the baddest in all this. Co- you will never find anyone. <laughs> and then he gets on the mic, David, and what happens? <laughs> now listen here. You're going to respect me. I am I, like, I am the biggest, baddest, strongest guy in this company. Yeah. You're just gonna listen to me. You're gonna listen to me. I'm a grown man. I would be more intimidating if I hopped on that mic to say those words. Uh, I would be, and that's me. That that says, I feel like that says something about what where this guy's at in terms of how imposing he comes across. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. It was comedy gold when the, when the first <laughs> the guy best. goes, the biggest, baddest, 
And then he goes, now listen here. Now listen here. <laughs> the best part is, I couldn't totally tell if that was intentional or not. Like, it kind of sounded like maybe his voice was just blown out. But, like, and, like, people weren't reacting as if, oh, man, look at this loser kid with his voice cracking. But at the same time, it sure as fuck sounded like a cartoon tear, like, gag of of like we're introducing the biggest baddest man we have and he gets on mic and he is the voice of mickey mouse like yeah. <laughs> it so was so big, he was the, actively going through puberty on the mic yeah <laughs> yeah his balls were dropping as the mad proceed well so shane black biggest baddest man hops in ring and gets yeeted in about two fucking seconds he dies and <laughs> and instant murderizing greg, greg iron you know greg iron tried to you know chop uh harrow and uh well, well okay 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 tried to chop is putting it very th those words are doing a lot of work that's putting it very charitably what he does he knows he don't stand a chance so what he does he goes up to Greg Iron and starts giving these like mini chops of just like across. He's like <laughs> just like across his chest, and of course, it does the fuck nothing. Um, and he like he kind of turns around. He's like, "Well, I've done all I can do," and he backs up into Paro and he's like, "Is that? Yeah, that is okay. Guess I'm gonna die now." <laughs> yeah, and Paro murders him, and that is the end of that. And it's time. For the final entrant in the Twink Hunter Gauntlet. We are out of Twinks. This is it. Is the Bad Bitches. The I Bad Bitches. bitches. I they had also a similar like the thing bad. going to the runway, but they felt more like... It was like people came out of like a ballroom. It was like a. It was like they were voguing. Yes. It was like a Vogue fight, which was so yeah. cool. Runway's got like... Run, runway's got, got that like sparkle to them. That like we have we have style and we're you know we're just here to 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 have our fun and like bad bitches definitely have like more of that like yeah they're coming out voguing it's it's yeah. it's it's classy it's flashy it's very they're uh, from it's, Vegas it's, apparently which they're from they're from Vegas they got they got that they got that like that like street they 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 felt like they had like that street swagger a little bit more of like yeah. of like they're from they're from Vegas they're coming out like like they just casually walk the streets voguing right like this yeah. is how they naturally move so like they that just feels like they got they got that panache right yeah um, too bad they also immediately lost they also yeah, well, wasn't as immediate. They they, but, get, they 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 double team Paro a bit and then they die. Yeah, they 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 get they get probably the most hope spots out of the whole match probably. But yeah, they they actually kick out once or twice, but still, whoops. They, the the match is ended when um, Paro picks up one of them, and Odinson hits a backcracker, which is where you basically grab a guy by the neck. And then like fall down so that their back lands on your knee on your knees when when you know mm -hmm. you hit the ground. And they do that to one of the bad bitches. One, two, three, and the and the end have won the match. Effie's plan has failed. Effie is yeah, devastated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Effie runs into off off of commentary to kind of to go up to Paro about that. 
Yeah, we can cut away. That's the fight that will happen. That would have happened soon in the future. Going after this, Perro's coming after the ultimate twink, Effie. That's fair. And then uh, after that match, we cut to an ad, a GCW ad. You know, they're selling hawking the DVD yeah. set to "Hey Man, Nice Shot" by as, as you do, as you do, as you do. Yep. All right, next match on the show: a AC Mac versus Dark Sheik. Dark Sheik was yes. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is another just great, like technically proficient singles match. Yeah, Dark Sheik is fucking dope, and fucking uh f- fucking uh ac mac is it seems like a very proficient heel mm-hmm. i enjoyed them trying to tell the story on commentary that like ac mac is constantly champion of somewhere and yet right now he has no belts and so he's just now super aggro mad about it yeah yeah, yeah. he's he's not he's not he's not the happiest boy uh, on the lot, sure. Like, like he gets in ring and he immediately like is like, "Poyo, get the fuck out of my ring!" Let me, uh. yeah. yeah, not, not a, not the, not, not, no. not, he's not having a great time. Crowd, he- crowd anger. heckles him and he yell and he fights back. Yeah, yeah. Look, we got, we had, we we had to have some very explicit heels happening around here. Like we, we got our, we got our twink hunters, and now we have our salty boy. That so, mm-hmm. so that 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 pretty much follows for like you know the, the our heel archetypes we got to play them out here you know yeah yeah overall pretty pretty strong uh overall match uh and I love how much York- the crowd loved Dark Sheik too because it's yeah. one thing yeah. to put like trans athletes on the roster it's another thing for the crowds to like the fans to react so positively oh mm-hmm. yeah. Oh my god, they they seemed they seemed like super into Dark Sheik, which is dope as hell. I mean, I was into her too. She the, the, uh, what was cool about this this show, and, and I mean, like I, I kind of had this for like the other GCW shows I was uh, the other GCW show I saw. Like there were some wrestlers that came out, and you could just kind of immediately feel like you were on board with them. They had a yeah. certain swagger to them. Or they carried themselves in a certain way, or they proved themselves very early on that they like had that good work capability. That like some of them just kind of oozed this charisma that made you. Dark Sheik was definitely one of those. She came out bold. She came out with swagger. She came out like clearly coming here to do some fucking work, and she delivered. She was awesome. Oh mm-hmm. hell yeah! Um, and I think she. I think. Um, commentary shouting out that she's had some like some decent accolades or some you know some nice levels of accomplishment in the past yeah uh, it's, uh, some, i don't i can't remember exactly but like she's apparently a, a decently like decorated or you know at least so has some has some level of renown attached to her right mm-hmm. i mean she's the high priestess of the church of wrestling ah yes we're here to go to church Amen. 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 Uh, we we've we've seen a lot of stuff. We've seen we've mm. seen war. We've seen soul stealing warlocks. We've seen polyam cults. It is only natural that at some point we had to go to church. Yep. Man. And go to church we did because Dark She got the win. Yes. Hell yeah. Yeah. You'll love to see. And it. 
So after that, we got a commercial for ToyVomitOnline.com, a real yeah, website. Yeah, give me your shit. Buy that. <laughs> I want to buy your shit. I want to buy your shit. What? <laughs> what was that? I don't know, but it's fucking real. <laughs> it was great. I will give you that. But yeah, dude, I love when we get like our our random local ads on these fucking shows. All right, like we got our we got our weird like local ads on ECW, and now we have let me buy your shit toyvomit.com. I mean, it's 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 no it's no the ECW uh, fucking teddy bear commercials in my but, book. Oh, but, true, know. true. The fucking cliffhanger teddy bears. This is that true. Was... I wonder if my man has any of those teddy bears in stock. Has someone? Has that been some of the shit that he's been sold? He bought, is those I'm, like I sleepy know. time teddy bear cassette tapes for your children to go to sleep to with with cliffhangers every night that'll make them want to go to bed the next night so they can hear the exciting the conclusion, part. the next part of the cliffhanger. Oh boy. Incredible stuff. Uh, then uh, Pollo de Omar does the a fan bit that she had mentioned at the top of the show about, you know, is is two fans in the audience are going to win free tickets to River City Comic Con. Yeah. And, and shout out to Tiffany in the front row. Go, Tiffany. Go, Tiffany. It would have been a crime if she didn't get it after her enthusiasm. It would be pretty, pretty messed up. That would have been that would have been des- really disappointing. So it was it was a fun little thing, and then Effie comes out with the puppy collar <laughs> in the middle. Yes, to be like, yes. get this shit out of here, dude. Effie's Effie's like kind of acting like a dick. I was I was like, huh? Why are, why are we doing the heel GM angle on on our beloved Effie here? But it know. was all set up for the main event. Billy Dixon versus AJ Gray in a pup collar match. Yes. Yeah. Which don't yeah. let the game fool you. They, they did not wear pup hoods, first of all. Very disappointing. Although the person who bought the brought the collars to the ring did, did. which was fine. Okay. Uh, but don't let the name fool you. The pup gloves are not on for this, n- neither physically nor yeah. metaphorically yeah. this was brutal this was a brutal way to end the show the big game oh, yeah. yeah it 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 was a nice reminder that gcw is famous for death matches as they love their fu- they literally call start, them fucking death matches we just start with aj gray okay first billy dixon comes in with another fucking chair aj gray does come in with a chair this is where most of the chairs end up yeah being getting destroyed. wrecked AJ Gray comes out with light tubes. Yeah. And he just starts the match before they even put the collars on and just hits Billy Dixon in the face with the with light tubes. Two things about these two guys. Number one, uh Billy Dixon wears very loose cargo pants that keep falling down. And I'm like, maybe yeah. if you would have worn wrestling attire, it would have been easier for you in this match. Mm-hmm. Because his pants keep falling down. And then also um, they mentioned that a while AJ Gray is walking in, that he was listening to Limp Biscuit all morning. So it, that's that's to make sure you understand that AJ Gray is the bad guy here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, fuck and Limp Biscuit. And if you are listening to this podcast and you like Limp Biscuit, sorry, not sorry. Actually, 
You are the bad guy. Fuck you. I would like I would like to think no one who listens to this podcast likes Limp Biscuit, but you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah, no. Uh but 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 yeah, things get brutal immediately. The 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 light tubes immediately broken over the heads. Uh I was sad that out in this outdoor uh environment we weren't able to hear the like delightfully horrifying that comes with breaking this shit oh my god it's so satisfying it's fucking horrifying but it's so sad oh billy Billy dixon was gushing i don't even i don't even know if that was a blade job on his part or not or if he just got the problem he might have actually been cut by the the light too what a way to spend your brunch you had blood everywhere it makes for a great look. You're you're all you're all out of strawberry jam for your French toast. We'll just let some of that other red <laughs> stuff rip onto it instead. Bada bing, bada boom. Breakfast you're champions. You're suggesting that for your toast you should put blood that or is your mixed French in toast, with light tube. French toast. Yes. With yes. Light tube. Shit. It's a, it, you know, it's a delicacy in some countries. Actually, I yeah, hear yeah. I hear in Greece, um, they're oh, ba- they're big on the it. the blood and the light tube filament. Um, uh, it, the Italians too, actually. Mm. Um, uh, sidebar, mm. not sidebar, not to you know pull the curtain back too much here, of course. But you, they don't actually have light tube filament in there because that would be dangerous. It's yeah, they fill it with lame. powder. Lame, <laughs> but understand. The glass, I'm pretty sure, is the same. The glass, I think, is legit. Yeah, like, there's uh, a lot of things. There's a lot. Uh, yeah, they hit the concrete. They go around the audience. Get more light tubes. Yeah, choke each other with the, with the with the chain once they actually get it on. Yeah, yeah, that, that that that's the thing. They fucking rung the bell without either of them wearing the chain, which was interesting. But then you know they they put the collars on, which is a reminder to everybody how this works. Is that it's like a regular match except they are literally tied together by dog collars. So yeah. yeah. They both yeah. have a legal weapon on them at all times and also cannot escape each other. Yeah, yeah, and also, yeah, and and also, like, you know, no holds barred or whatever, like, like sure, sure. goes. Just, just murder. Just, just, just. A lot yeah. of murder, especially AJ Gray beat the shit out of Billy Dixon for a lot of this match. <laughs> for most of it, he's just brutally attacked. Yeah. Like, slicing his head with the glass. <laughs> Oh yeah, the as as I like to call it, the unicorning. That is my. I assume, I kind of assumed that's what you meant. I didn't know what you meant the first that time you said awesome. it. Like, that you know, is take that the, is break the broken shard and just start getting in there. That is my squickiest spot. I I Whoa. got so when I saw it live at DCW, it hurt to watch. It didn't hurt any less with the screen in between me and the action. Let me tell yeah, you. Yeah. So so as as I said, while we were watching. I guess that means that like on this podcast, I can't do like Sammy Callahan matches because Sammy Callahan would like. He would take these like wooden sticks and he would like jam them into people's heads and then push them deeper into their heads while they're oh stuck my God. In, in his forehead. No. No. But him and Pentagon Jr. had such a classic match. I really think. No. no. Oh, no. Oh, God. It's a Penta match, too. That makes Austin even more tempted to want to put it on. Fuck. No. Yes. Oh, but- no. For the oh. match we actually watched, very bloody and violent indeed. Which I'm, like, I'm mostly here for. Their faces were both like coated in blood, and their backs were bloody because there were glass. And, AJ, AJ yeah, had a shitload of blood all over his body. There's a lot of blood glass. on the ring. 
<laughs> and then yeah. there was the door, and Claire seemed very incredulous the fact there was a door. Where that was, why was there a door? A loose door. Where did the door come from? They there just have a, them, there dude. Was just they just a have door them? Over there. They, yeah, because, GCW because just they, has them. Because they, they know that doors. wrestlers like to put each other through doors. So they yeah. just keep them around for, you know, for entertainment. Yeah, the the cl- the classic wrestling move of knock knock who's there? Fuck you! I mean, everybody everybody loves a good door. <laughs> like you, we the door budget is as equally important as the chair budget. This is you know what I commend them. I commend them. Claire was talking about the 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 prop budgeting here. This was at the time when like you know this was still pandemic era. Lumber was lumber was whoo whoo still is. And they're buying raw fucking doors from like their local home. Just for whatever. people to break them. Just for people yeah. to break them. I got to give them props to the dedication. They destroy a door and two chairs. The ooh, ooh. The, mm-hmm. uh, all at the same time. I was personally, I was disappointed that there wasn't a pane of glass put on top of the door. As a yeah, I, we were really miss. It was the GCW signature we were missing is the fucking actual glass pane. <laughs> Oh yeah, I know. They love their glass panes. I was surprised to see a, a lack of glass panes out that's here. Real East, that's real hardcore shit right there is glass that's... and fire. Oh, t- oh, true, true. They, they Look, they call them fucking death matches for a reason. Uh, but yeah, things get, th- things get real bad. Uh, uh, the, the business does indeed uh get to to put aj gray through that door at some point so he gets a he's spot um, yeah he it was pretty sick he came off the middle rope big man he's a big man he and he 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 jumped off the top like a you know you know all these combination of all of all of, of all these elements this 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 wrestling the the dog collars the 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 doors, you, the glass, the light too. You know what I? You know what word I would use to describe this? Oh no! Intersectionality. Intersectionality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Val Capone kept saying intersectionality, but I. I she she was like, saying this match uh, is intersectionality. What? She was like, it's brutal. It's gay. There's blood. You know, they're using the chairs. You know, this is what intersectionality is. All about. is. I was like, what? what? I know this. I went to college. What I are you talking about? I saw that word on Twitter once and then never actually you know found what? out You know what? I will say that does fall in line with how with how uh, um, meaningless people on Twitter have turned that term. So you know what? Fair I, enough. It was a match between two gay black men. So they, someone on Twitter probably did use the word intersectionality at least once. I and guess. That, and, and Val Capone saw that. And the actual reasoning went the it fuck It became over her, her new favorite word. And she was like, ah, yes, what Julie makes is intersectional. Is the but intersection. But things that aren't intersectional. Is the intersection of chair with door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how, how the intersectionality was the violent wrestling stuff. Yeah. That's was like, like, you know, we, to me. we look at things like, you know, like a dog collar match with a door element and both hey, this is what intersectionality is all about very important component of critical studies we have we have race theory we have queer theory and of course we have fucking deathmatch theory yeah we have uh, i was gonna say yeah, we have door theory. Door. yeah of course door theory uh yes as as you do i i love i love it when my most important social justice causes intersect, and by that I mean the social justice cause, 
of of hitting people with light tubes. Yes. <laughs> well, this this heart well death match theory, David. That's where the first. That's where my first law of, of tables comes from. Ah uh, ah <laughs> uh, ah uh, yes, awesome. All hail death match first theory. law of wrestling. The first uh, law of it, wrestling is that if you set up a table, you're the one oh, who's the going table through it. Yeah, yeah, you, you must be the one to go through it if you're the one who sets yeah. up. It, it, it never. Which it, apparently also kind of applies to doors because you know yeah, who brought the door into the match? AJ Gray. AJ Gray, baby. Yeah. I I am totally not going to regret this life choice not one bit. He says. Yeah, oh no. Gray. Oh, AJ Gray sewing. Uh oh, fuck yeah, AJ Gray <laughs> reaping. reaping. Oh god damn it! I just went through a, do- a what door. The fuck. Why the fuck? I love my doors. Wait, fuck, I hate doors. <laughs> However, AJ Gray is not deterred by doors mm. as he eventually just takes the dog collar off, which is very against the Illegal. spirit of this match, sir. Look, they 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 rung the bell with the dog collars off. It was it was uh uh it was like very the collars were more of a suggestion. It was, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, uh, uh, they, it, they ended the way they started with the dog colors off in this dog color match. <laughs> anyway, he takes the collar off of both him Full circle. and Billy, and he wraps the chain around his arm. And then he does a big old wind up clothesline to Billy and just pins him. And that yep. is how the match ends. Waka waka, yeah, no, yeah, but um, they're both bloody and gross. It was pretty sick, yes, yep. that that's uh, that totally. Um, and then Effie yeah. comes out at the end to kind of sign off and you know, get let Billy Dixon have a standing ovation as the triumphant heart, you know, baby face with ton of heart, yeah, yeah. Him. We're talking how Billy Dixon got the spiritual win here, he was victorious in 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 a for effort uh you know in that in that very in that very in that very uh rocky one kind of way as you do as you do we gotta have our rocky our rocky dubs sometimes you know um but yeah so that was absolutely fucking delightful yeah what what a fun time we had at the at the at the big gay brunch yes Oh yeah, that was that was awesome. Uh, I again, I'm so glad we were able to fulfill Claire's prophecy. Um, now are, I have to just, find something weird. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, that doesn't seem like it'll be too hard to do. No, it's honestly a little too eat heart too. There's it's it's a it's a paralysis of choice problem. <laughs> the, <laughs> yeah. What weird? Wrestling. What is the right type of weird? Yeah. Is the mm-hmm. question. What will sure. what will appease Claire's sensibility? Well, I will say we we don't have anything as brilliant as the color green. Um, yeah. However, that actually, that, if Claire that's Free, the level of weird, I don't know if I can match it. I will say, I will say, Claire, um, yes. my uh, my roommates who I have now converted into being wrestling fans. Um, we have we have discussed the the wrestling stable that we would put together if, if we were ever to hop in ring together and yeah. one of them oh, came up well, with well we saw we i mean i think we saw a little bit of that tonight i mean we saw all those twinks yeah uh, I, well well the one i'm about to talk about i would not call robbie a twink robbie is definitely not a twink he's like a mini bear um uh but either way 
Um, also, Bianchi's also a bear. So, like, we're, we're like, two and two. We're, we're even... There's an even ratio between Twink and Bear. Um, anyway. Um, no, so one of my roommates came up with the brilliant idea, and I think you would enjoy this, of a tag team that's two luchadors. And, but the thing is that he, he is the tag team in that he wears a luchador mask and that's one of the luchadors and then he pulls it off and there's another luchador mask underneath and that's, <laughs> that's the second great. luchador that's good. i like that yeah, yeah, yeah. Tag team. that 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 is i think the most inspired wrestling gimmick i've ever heard someone come up that's with good. ever uh so when claire uh, inevitably starts her own very weird very gay wrestling promotion two luchadors is going to be the the one of the top yeah. tag teams to be sure the color uh, green and two luchadors. Col color green holds the world championship. Two luchadors <laughs> holds the holds and the, the tag team pair. And the Velociraptor is like your is like your 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 secondary champ. Yeah, uh, sure. It all works out. It all it's all. Oh yeah, it's all come yeah. together. <laughs> Indeed, it is. Uh, so that is about all we have for today. Magic. Uh, Claire magic. is always fantastic to have you on always good to be here fuck yeah. yeah one of our one of our absolute faves we are sure the the third of many more times to come yeah um, I hope so oh absolutely uh before before we go shout out your shit you're a you're a busy woman who's doing stuff what do you what do you got going on that the people at home should know about so i uh fancy myself a bit of a singer songwriter uh, I currently, I have an EP out called Voted Second Funniest. You can find it where you stream music. It's a good uh, EP. It's really EP. good. You guys should check it out. Thank you. And I should have another EP coming out soon. I'm just finishing it up. It's called Renaissance Woman. So be on the lookout for that. Hell yes. yeah. Excellent. Check, check Claire's shit out. It's really good. You guys will not regret it. Especially if you're a fan of like her on our show. It is Her stuff is very reflective of like who she is as, a, as like person creator entertainer etc good shit tm yeah. um so yeah and be so, sure to check all that shit out of course now for next time here on the mm. Boobs and knockouts podcast ah uh, yes we finally reach the end of the aew women's eliminator tournament as <laughs> we get nyla rose versus ryu mizunami winner faces hikaru shida for the world title but also yes. we get a little extra shit as we get the first time ever that women main event dynamite <gasps> thunder rosa faces Britt baker no way bloody, bloody lights out match no way oh my god we get to what oh oh my my dear co-host is heaping gifts upon me week after week for you. i didn't realize austin you felt this bad about the katie vick arc <laughs> oh no I, I feel i feel nothing about the katie vick arc Hey, oh yeah, true. We we ended on an optimistic note. I forgot. Um Yeah, I don't but, know what you're talking about. I mean, uh no, yeah. uh damn. We get we get the Eddie Guerrero uh uh Rey Mysterio custody battle over Dominic. We get uh we get the women's eliminated tournament that has fucking Nyla versus Ryu Mizunami in the finals, and we get to watch the Brit Thunder Rosa lights out match. No fucking way. Okay, I'm so excited. Yeah. Uh dope as hell. And that is for next time. Until then, David, hit our plugs. Yes, sir. Dear friends, thank you again so much for joining us on this very special episode of the Noobs and Knockouts podcast. We are so delighted to have you here. Veterans of the show, you guys know what the hell is going on. Thanks again for welcoming us back into your eardrums, your eyeballs, whatever it is you do to consume our content. Good shit, TM. Uh, if you're brand new here, 
welcome. We are so, so happy to have you here. We here at the Noobs and Knockouts podcast like to think we are friendly to both noobs and knockouts alike. So whether you're a, a longtime seasoned veteran of the wrestling fandom or you are a, uh, a total noob, never before touched this stuff, Either way, we hope you've had a great time here. We hope you want to continue having a great time. Come back with us week after week. If you would like to keep having a great time with us, you're not entirely sure how to do so, not to worry, my friends, I have you covered. First of all, you can find us on YouTube. We are the Noobs and Knockouts Podcast on YouTube. Hit subscribe, ring that bell, and make sure it turns some nice little solid colors so you get notifications every single time we drop a brand new episode. Uh, give us all that sweet, sweet engagement that we love so much. Check out our playlist. Austin is kind enough to organize all the like story arcs and companies and eras, et cetera, et cetera, that we follow into their own playlist. So if there's a specific thing you want to follow all the way through without having to do a whole lot of skipping, well, bada bing, bada boom, we got that. And on our more recent episodes, you can see our beautiful faces, our lovely new HUD, our little visual gags that we hide in here for the, for the visual viewers. It's a great time. Um, so be sure to check us out on YouTube. You can also find us for those audio only uh, experience enjoyers. You can find us on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Three, but the best places to find your podcast. Come check us out there. Download, rate, review, all that good stuff. You know those those sweet metrics and those little things saying, "Hey, those guys are pretty cool." We appreciate it. Come check us out. Enjoy the audio only experience over there. And of course, to get in better direct contact with us there is our social media first and foremost you can find us on twitter we are at noobs and knox pod on twitter that's noobs the letter n knox pod on twitter come say hi to us there check out our discourse our memeing our whatever else we post every single time we drop a brand new episode all that good shit and of course the highlight of our twitter is weekly wrestling live tweeting my friend what is on the docket coming up Sure. Every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern on TBS is AEW Dynamite. Dynamite. Dave and I both, Dave and I both watch that live pretty much every week, and one of us is usually tweeting it out. But in addition, I like to keep track, keep up with T with uh, Impact Wrestling, AEW, and WWE pay per view. So upcoming on that, on June 19th is Impact Wrestling Slammiversary, the 20th anniversary event of Impact Wrestling TNA. Cross the line. We're going to have Queen of the Mountain matches. Uh, Josh Alexander versus Eric Young for the Impact World Championship. Ring of Honor versus Impact Wrestling. The Bullet Club taking over. All sorts of crazy shit's going on. Then on June 26th, AEW is doing a special cross-promotion super show with New Japan Pro Wrestling with Forbidden Door. And right now, all we had New Japan's got their own shit going on. But before the before we can really can really get to the Forbidden Door, but right now we already know for sure that we have the interim AEW World Championship to decide. John Moxley will be facing or somebody for the right to do the Forbidden Door, and he will be facing either Hiroshi Tanahashi or Hiroki Goto. That match is going to be sweet, no matter what happens. Hell yeah! And then. For WWE on July 2nd is WWE Money in the Bank. Oh, shit, buddy. We already know Bianca Belair versus Rhea Ripley for the Raw Women's Championship. But, of course, the, the star of the Money in the Bank show, the Money in the Bank ladder match, winner will get a briefcase that lets them cash in to fight for the World Championship whenever they want. It's going to be uh, sweet. And so time. that is what is coming up on the Twitter. Hell yeah, check out the Twitter. It's a great time. If you like listening to us blather on here, you'll love our shit on the Twitter. It's just our 
it's our it's our personalities translated to 140 characters or whatever the fuck. Check us out yeah. there. Of course, also there is our email address. If you want to get in super direct contact, you can find you can email us at noobsandknockoutspod at gmail.com. That's noobs, the word and this time, knockoutspod at gmail.com. Come say hi to us there. You know, talk to us. Tell us what you like about the show, what you don't like. Give requests for the show, things you want to see more of, less of specific arcs, eras, companies, wrestling adjacent media, whatever. We love it. Come tell us that our hot takes are super based or that they suck or whatever. Um, uh, or just, you know, tell us that, that our sweet, dulcet tones lull you to sleep every night. Whatever it is. We just love people saying hi. We would love to say hi back. Come say hi to us, noobs and knockouts pod at gmail.com. And of course, finally, there is our Patreon. We are also the Noobs and Knockouts Podcast on Patreon. One dollar a month gives you early access to episodes and a shout-out at the end of each episode. Shout out to our first and currently only patron, the sugar daddy Kyle Smith, for hey. his uh for his two dollar contribution to our to Whatever. our one dollar tier going above and beyond for us. Uh enjoy your perks, buddy. If you want to enjoy uh, enjoy your perks along with Kyle. Uh, check out, uh, check us out on Patreon, one dollar a month, all that good stuff. And thanks again to Claire for joining us. We'll see you next time. Yep, see you next time. Hasta luego.